Well, hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. My apologies to everyone. I was hoping to send out a podcast this week to help celebrate Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day. But here in the Seattle area, we started getting snow, and my recording hardware is at my office, and it wasn't at my home. And since I was snowed in at my home, I had no way of getting to the office to do some recordings. So we'll back up a day or two, if that's okay, to Valentine's Day, which I guess is celebrated February 13th. Those men out there maybe that don't aren't aware what this holiday is, I think most women might. I guess it became famous on a TV show called Parks and Recreation. That's where the girls, the women, all get together and celebrate the day with their girlfriends, their mothers, their sisters. Kind of a singles day. I have to do some more research to see if there's one for men that don't get to celebrate Valentine's Day. I know they, in years past, they used to have singles events. My son and I, we used to own a nightclub down in Arizona, and they'd have a singles event for Valentine's Day for those people that didn't have dates. So what is Valentine's uh, Day? You know, it's a celebration. You go to spa day, you go to movies, you go to happy hour, do whatever you do to surround yourself with other girlfriends and enjoy the evening so that you're not dwelling on the fact that you don't have a Valentine's Day uh, person to spend Valentine's Day with. Doing a little additional research on this, there's some Galentine days around the world. I thought maybe I would let everybody know. Uh, Finland has one. It's on February 14. It's called Yastavan Pavia. Sorry if I didn't pronounce that right. but uh, And then there's one in Wells uh, on January 25th, which is San Duinwan. On this day, uniquely handcrafted wooden spoons are exchanged by lovers. China, their Singles Day, and they're celebrating the greatest form of love, self-love, with a lot of retail therapy. That's on November 11th. On June 12th in Brazil, they celebrate Lover's Day, celebrate with great enthusiasm. Dia dos namorados. Again, I'm not very good on some of these foreign languages. And then Spain, in October 9th, the Day of Love is celebrated by making figurines from Marzipan called Macadora. It's uh, Saint Dionysus. So other other holidays celebrating love in addition to Valentine's Day. So the question I would have to each and every one of you, and I'd be happy to get some emails, did you do anything for Valentine's Day? What did you do this year? Mostly, what could you do this year, depending on where your location is, uh, whether places are open up or not. I know in the state of Washington, we're in what's called a Phase 2 area now to where we can have limited indoor dining and some outdoor dining. So were you able to celebrate Valentine's Day? Were you able to celebrate Valentine's Day? And what did you do? Did you have a great date with your your spouse, your partner, somebody new? Did you have a terrible date with your spouse, your partner, or somebody new? Me personally, yeah, no, I didn't do anything. I certainly didn't celebrate Valentine's Day, and, of course, I didn't celebrate Valentine's Day. Although I bought a few treats to give to my grandkids, but, eh, they're in Hawaii while we're having all this snow. So, yeah, please email me. I'll give you the email address at the end of the podcast. I also want to thank everyone so far that have listened and downloaded my podcast. I've got some analytics on it last week and it looks like I've had 10,000 downloads and somebody sent me some analytics that I'm like in the top 60 in Sweden and I'm about ready to break the top 100 in Australia. Wow, that's pretty incredible. I knew, you know, the internet podcasting was was far-reaching but I never 
not my wildest mind that people in Australia, Sweden, outside the United States would be listening to my silly nonsense about dating, not dating, and challenges we're running into dating. I actually have a couple of people on TikTok I follow, and I'm trying to email them to see if they'd be willing to be a guest on my podcast because they've got some interesting stories of people that they've met on Hinge, which I guess is a dating platform. I've been on there myself a little bit. Bumble, Tinder. I don't think that many people are really on the, the, the normal dating platforms anymore. The Max, the Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, okay eHarmony. Those really, in my opinion, they really don't work that well. I've got one lady that actually responded to me on Match and then she wanted to do a video a meeting. I said, okay, that's fine. We can either do it here through Match because they allow that to happen now or do a Zoom video. She said, well, why don't you just give me your phone number? And of course, I don't have an iPhone, so I, I can't do FaceTime, so I suggested to use the platform on Match, and poof, just like that, she's gone. I haven't heard back. Crazy. And then I thought I'd try something a little different on all my different dating platforms, people that I kind of like, as opposed to just liking them and moving on. I'd send them each a happy Valentine's Day. Yep, I got no one responded in kind, saying, hey, happy Valentine's Day to you too. They just didn't want to open up the the invitation to have interaction with me because I'm guessing that at first glance I'm not what they're looking for. And I find that interesting because a friend of mine, I think I shared this last week, maybe I didn't, but a friend of mine and his girlfriend came in from Idaho. They live in Sun Valley, Idaho, and she lives in Bend, Oregon. And they met right before the pandemic. But they met in person in Sun Valley through a friend of a friend. But they continued moving forward with seeing each other even, even through the pandemic, even though she was a traveling nurse. Neither one of them seemed to be overly concerned, although they took their precautions. They're in a place in Idaho where it's open. People social distance, they wear masks, but everything's open. You can go do things. So that helped too. But talking to her when they came into Seattle, we met for a drink which is the first time I'd been in a bar in a year because our bars, indoor dining, have been closed. So it was kind of odd to me, and they thought I was kind of silly because I asked them, well, where's a place that's open? And they're like, you should know, it's your city. I, I couldn't possibly know because everything's been locked down. But she was sharing with me that the women that are her friends in their 50s and 60s, they've given up. They've given up on dating. And I'm thinking to myself, why? There's guys like me out there trying to meet people like them but they've just shut off from the whole deal and I and I get it there's so many you know so many people so many frogs out there and after a while you get tired of kissing the frogs until you finally find one that you really like I get that but it's so much easier at the moment well you don't even have to go meet them you just have a zoom video call and chit chat so it just is, I mean, is that ex the experiences you folks are having, even in your 30s, 40s, yeah, 50s and 60s, where you've just pretty much have given up? You've decided not to try anymore? Is it because there's so much crazy stuff out there and people are rude? I mean, first know what your experiences are on trying to meet someone, especially during this last year with regards to COVID. I did uh, this week, you know, have had some continued conversations with some people on Bumble. Actually had some conversation, but then they disappear for three or four days and they get back, oh, I'm sorry, just don't check the app. I kind of get that. I gave him a pass. Yeah, I understand. No worries. Sometimes I forget too. But the conversations have just kind of gone dead. I even sent to the three of them I'm talking to a happy Valentine's Day. I haven't heard boo back from either one of them. Any of them. And I just think 
you know, I think we chatted about this once before about back in the cowboy days, a woman would show her interest in a guy by dropping her handkerchief on the ground, right? So I guess, you know, it, the reality is that they're not dropping a handkerchief. They're not staying engaged with me to help me be more interested and peaked to stay involved with them even on a chat, even on a you know, uh, an app to, to, cr- to move the conversation along. So I guess that's my cue is to stage left, quit talking to them. I also read something not too long ago that kind of made a lot of sense to me is if you don't text somebody or e some money, see if they ever text and email you back. And if they don't, if they haven't heard from you, they don't check in with you, then they're, they're just not interested, I guess. I know people in my age grouping, 50 and above, old schools, they want the man to pursue. But if we're pursuing and you're not interacting with us, then we're just going to lose interest and we're just going to move on, rightfully so. I'm in sales, and if a client doesn't call you back after two, three, four attempts, you're not going to keep trying to call them because they've lost the interest in whatever you're trying to sell them or work with them on. So it's very challenging to say the least. Now, I know I I think I chatted last week as well about my in-laws and my daughter-in-law. And I think it's great that they're trying to set me up with someone. And I understand, you know, I'm an older guy in my 60s. And, and, you know, I like dating people close to my age or a little younger. But they they introduced me to a lady that's in her mid-70s. And I thought, well, why not? You know, the worst that could happen, we end up being friends. So they had us over, had me over for dinner, and she was supposed to be there too at the same time. And of course, she texted them and said, well, I'm going to be late because I've been out walking the dog. So she showed up about 25 minutes late. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. And then the whole time we were interacting, because I'm kind of listening to her, talking to her, trying to understand her. And she, unfortunately, just has not aged all that well. And like all of us, we kind of get fixed in our own ways. But I had to chuckle because she wanted to make sure that I could hike again. And I'm like, well, you know, I do this and I do that. Yeah, but can you hike? You know, a lot of the things I do, I can hike. I mean, for, for a couple of years, I was doing the insanity workout. I remember people ask me, well, you get your doctor's permission to do that? Why? I don't need to do that. I scuba dive. I play kickball. I play flag football. You know, I go on hikes. You know, I'm not a big hiker. I wouldn't call myself a hiker why I do that all the time. I play golf and I carry my bag on my back and walk 18 holes. That's a four or five mile hike. Swing the club a hundred times to hit a ball to the left, to the right, you know, chasing the ball everywhere. A lot of people think, well, that's no big exercise. Well, this if you're carrying a bag on your back. I mean, I've got friends that are in their 40s and 50s. They're just shocked that I'm walking the golf course and I'm keeping up with them. So I think I can hike, but I've run into the same thing even with this lady. She doesn't golf. She doesn't ski. She just hikes. She wants a hiking buddy. All right, I'll go hiking with you. Will you go golfing with me? Nope, I don't golf. You want to go skiing? No, I don't ski. I hike. I personally think that's too one-dimensional. I mean, I'm happy to go hiking. If your thing is going hiking, if your thing is golfing, if your thing is shopping, your thing is going for looking for bargain values at some of these antique stores, I'm in it. I'll do it with you. But golly, can you at least meet me halfway? All this reminds me of the time that uh, I was dating a lady and, And I said, hey, look, uh, why don't we go north? There's this island up north. 
we'll jump in my little roadster car and we'll go up there and have lunch. Well, I'm not getting in a small car like that. They're dangerous. Okay, all right, well, I've got a Harley. We can ride the Harley up there. Oh, no, I don't get on motorcycles. No. All right, how about if you meet me at Boeing Field? You know, I, we'll fly up there for lunch. I'm a pilot. Oh, I don't trust those small airplanes. No, I can't, I can't, I can't do those small airplanes. I left her home that night thinking to myself, you know, if I date her, I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff by myself. A lot of stuff. So I'm, I don't need someone to be attached to my hip. We've talked about this before. I'm happy to, you go do your stuff, I'll do my stuff. Let's do some stuff together. You know, I'm not a big ballroom dancer, but if you like ballroom dancing and you'd like to have a dance partner, I took dancing lessons years ago. People were shocked. My son and his wife were shocked when I showed up at their wedding and started dancing. They were like, oh my gosh, your dad knows how to dance. Do I dance on a regular basis? No. Am I a ballroom dancer? No. Do I enjoy a good glass of wine? Yes. Does that mean I have a drinking problem? No. Does it make me a wine connoisseur? I had one lady accuse me of saying, well, I thought you were said you're a wine connoisseur. No, I never said that. I, I, I like good wines. I buy good wines. But I don't drink them every day. I don't play golf every day. I don't. Go sailing every day. I do different things along the way, and yeah, I'm probably not very good at any one of them, but I go do things. So why is it such a challenge? Ladies, tell me, what is the challenge here? You want someone that's active, but it's the very thing that you don't want, unless it's stuff you want to do. I don't think that's fair. Help me out here. Slap me upside the head and say, hey, you got it all backwards. Let me reshape your thought process so we can get you aligned with somebody. Same thing with these dating apps. I mean, if I'm going to reach out to you and you're not going to reach back, then I'm done. I'm just not going to do it. That's my story and I'm sticking with it. Anyway, love to hear from you folks. You can reach me at datingfunnies at gmail.com. That's D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Love to hear your stories. I've shared a few stories with some of my listeners already. Always Good insights, good input. I've had a few suggestions. Hopefully the volume is at a level that people can hear me and understand me. So if not, you know, send me an email, let me know, and I'll do, do what I can to make it easier for everyone. Once again, I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Like I said in the past, this is just something I thought I would do, kind of speak my mind and discuss challenges I'm facing with dating. I will share this one last story. It kind of reminds me of so many times I've run into this, but I dated a lady for a short period of time and it just wasn't going to work. She had small kids and come to find out that she had just recently separated from her husband and, you know, she needed to work on herself, figure what she wanted to do. So, as I do from time to time, I kind of look back on some of the people I've dated on Facebook. And here, you know, in the last three or four months, she's on there crying the blues all over friends about how her husband cheated on her, left her for this gal, how she has to be there and take care of the three kids, blah, blah, blah. And, and I get all that. Those are frustrating things. And everyone's telling her, well, that's right. This is time to take care of you, take care of your kids. And then she caught all of her friends off guard. Because not only about a month and a half after she announced that her husband moved out and he'd had a girlfriend, she's now got a boyfriend. And she's already introduced him to the kids. I don't think that's a good idea. Because 
who knows if that relationship's going to work or last? It takes time for these things to percolate and see how they're going to be. You don't know how they're going to really be around your kids. I get the need to want to connect with somebody. We all are social creatures. We want to connect. I mean, I got a friend of mine that's going through a divorce right now, and his soon-to-be ex-wife keeps telling him there's nobody, there's nobody, there's nobody. But, you know, I told him, I said, I'm really not the best guy to talk to because the pattern is already in place. You're sharing with me that she's doing this, this, and this, and this. Well, it's pretty obvious to me that there's somebody waiting in the wings. She's seeing somebody now, but she denies it. So I just reassure them and say, look, it will reveal itself. It will unfold, and when it does, then it'll all make sense. I mean, I'm not here to be a dating coach and tell you really how to date, but I've run into all these situations, as I'm sure a lot of women have, where you date somebody come to find out that they're married, or that they just recently separated, or they just recently stopped drinking, they've been an alcoholic for 30 years. That stuff happens. It's real life. The way I'm approaching and the way I encourage everyone else that comes to me and asks is, whatever the situation is that you've just broken yourself from, toxic people, toxic situations, toxic habits, it takes time. And I know it's tough to be by yourself, but you got to heal yourself, love yourself, be who you are, and then go out and reach and try to connect with people. It's a process. I've had friends tell me in the past, it's a process. Well, I didn't like the process. But now looking back on it, I should have heeded their advice. And I'm hoping each and every one of you, whatever your struggles are or are not, Heed the advice to take some time to get to know who you are and who you really want in your world and how you, what kind of person you want to help you become better at who you want to be all the while not losing yourself and loving yourself. I know it sounds like a broken record. I'm not getting paid to be a counselor. I apologize to each and every one of you for saying that. It just hurts to see friends and family go through this when we all talk about open line of communication but that's the first thing that disappears whenever there's a challenge or a new heartache we need to reach out to our friends family and our partners to figure out the best way to handle situation we don't we don't have to do it alone the best movie i've ever seen was it's a wonderful life uh, and uh in that movie if anyone's watched it he's in a panic because the money's disappeared and he's running all around town trying to find the money and then he decides he's going to commit suicide and of course the playback at towards the end of the movie is his wife goes out and is telling friends and the townspeople that he needs help he needs help and what is the what what does his friends and family in the village do they show up to help him but if they didn't know the saga they would never know that it was his time to get help after all the years of him helping others. So reach out to your village if you're having challenges at this time. I try to reach out to a few friends of mine because I too, I mean, it, it, it's frustrating during this COVID situation to not have someone in your life to share things with. And it's to the point now where, you know, I do so much by myself that it's almost a habit to not do anything with other people. And that would be a shame for me. I like to do things with other people. The saving grace for me is that I get to see my grandkids once a week. And I'm treating them like my date. Somebody to interact with. Somebody to do things with. And I'd like to have a partner to do that too. But I'm not willing to drop everything that I think is important to me just to have someone in my life. And I hope you aren't either. Anyway. 
Hope you have a great week. I'll chat more as I am fortunate to have more interaction with other people. And if I'm lucky enough to have a, a coffee date or two now that we're opening up, I'll certainly share my stories uh, of what I run into and what's got me scratching my head again. Thanks for listening.